Woman, the most important being on the planet. What you are about to hear is the result of about three to five hours of clear, beautiful, well thought out rambling. There may be some stuttering, some stammering, but I'm gambling that all of this true information you're about to receive is not just true for me. When I first wrote this, it was not meant to be spoken word. I then recited it and heard my voice, and the only choice I gave myself was to change the way I recited it. And though I was excited about the content and what I meant to display to you, I'm not that confident in the way I relay it to you. Nevertheless, I want to make sure I stress how important it is for you to hear the message I give to thee and don't concentrate on the delivery. Now, I have been trying to figure out how to say this, and since I can't, I pray this rant comes out right. Women, for lack of a better phrase, are amazingly wonderful in so many forgotten ways. They are the reason for the season and the feces of the species. And I mean that in a good way. What I'm trying to say is that they are the shit. Of the species, women are the most wanted. We all want them so that we can flaunt them on our arms like a good luck charm or something. Women want women. Men want women. Even the gays in so many ways emulate them. When it comes to same-sex relationships, it seems that seeing two women together is easier to deal with than the sight of two guys. For some reason, it is easier on the eyes, especially when it comes to guys. It is not hard to tell that a lot of gay males copy them and do it well, and in some cases are more feminine than a lot of today's females. Gay men seem to follow women even more so than they follow men in the same situations. Even when I happen to have lesbians in my van, they seem to be more woman than man. In fact, lesbians and gay men both appear to be more feminist than heminist, or fem in this than him in this. I know that it is not a word, but chauvinist didn't sound as crisp and seeing as I am so humorous, I added it. Let me explain a bit. Gay men and women, and straight women too, all seem to have a list of celebrities that they gravitate to and that list, at least most of that list is female. Like Liz Taylor, Cher, Liza Minnelli, Eartha Kitt, Barbara Streisand, Bette Midler, Marilyn Monroe. Yes, I know those references are kinda old, so let's go to the modern more up-to-date models of the role. Like Madonna, Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, Beyonce. There seem to be more men than women. Dare I say that when it comes to being gay, it seems that men corner the market. Yes, I know there are men role models out there too. Billy Eichner, RuPaul, Carson Kressley, and Andy Cohen, just to name a few. Now here in this era, as we attempt to keep it and get it together, we find a lot of men talking down on females. Well, don't let it get you down and don't take their talk to heart. Don't buy what they are selling and don't add it to cart. The way we truly feel about you and the negative words you hear are just words without actions to back it up. Let me make that more clear. This speech, rant, talk, this thing right here is about the, please excuse my language, fucking awesomeness that is she. The object of desire, the reason to walk in the mire, through the fire, the object of love, so many poems of hatred and want, the reason both species stunt, the reason for fads, both good and bad, stalking, lust, obsession, the subject of countless therapy sessions. You are God's creation, woman, not some, but all of them. 
God, while admiring his greatest achievement, man, felt the urge to create once again. But before we even get into what would be his final creation, let's look at the difficult upgrade he'd be facing. What he'd be upgrading from, he made us in his image, man that is. The being whose perfect features were similar to his, hair on our heads, a nose to smell. So when you changed your scent, we could tell. Eyes to admire the beauty you possessed, a brain to imagine what is under your dress. Ears to hear you whisper and let us know what is on your mind, your every thought and wish, even the nagging kind. We don't like that one. Nipples, what are those for on the male species? And our chest, what is the purpose of these? Arms and hands and opposable thumbs to pull you from danger to hold you and keep you warm, legs to run to you when we've missed you so and to run away when it's time to go. A penis, you know that dangly thing in between our legs attached to a sack that begs for somebody to kick it from time to time? That whole situation is nuts. What? Did I not mention the fact that he made me hilarious? Unlike the apes who can grab with their hands and feet, he made us differently because we weren't meant to live in or constantly climb trees. On the sixth day of creating, of making things from nothing, God created his best something, man. After he made everything else, he made man as his last and final act of excellence. Even he marveled at his creation in his presence. He knew that he was done. He ended it by making the one thing that couldn't be outdone. Man, Adam. Then he thought, a mate. Yes, a mate would be great. I mean, the animals are good, but he needs someone with which to communicate. What was he to do, though? Make another man? I mean, he could make perfection once again, but he didn't. He thought to himself, how about something to which man would be smitten? Something to drive him to commitment. The same, but better. And different. He knew that the only way to improve upon perfection was to take from perfection. So he used just a section. A rib he took instead of starting from scratch because he knew that anything other than that would be less than perfect. Have you thought about that? He could have made Eve from scratch like all else, but figured that would mar her wealth. Even our children we raise to be an improvement of ourselves, a gift we protect and we are proud of. So from Adam, he took a rib and made Adam plus, or a woman as she is known to us. So what makes me think she's an improvement or an upgrade in which he made? Well, a lot of it is obvious and clearly displayed. Her features tend to be softer and more inviting than those of man, which is a plus for those of us seeking an audience from her. Bypassing the fact that she can actually grow a child. I mean, that is wild when you think about it. A seed is planted, talks to an egg and access is granted. And from that adds some other technical antics. She, a woman, grows another human. Some of the differences can be a matter of taste or preference, but still, let's explore the difference. Her eyes, they are softer than that of the male, more inviting, more expressive, and this you can tell if you have ever had a woman use only her eyes to communicate with you. We have been seeing this fact for years behind the hijab. Those eyes have been known to rob a man of his sanity. We do some crazy things behind a woman. It is mesmerizing how hypnotizing those eyes can be. 
You are captivated by the whole of her and the, and the eyes are all the beauty you are allowed to see. The hairline is softer as it gently, purposefully frames her face as if to showcase a priceless work of art. Her lips, her lips, whether pursed or ever so slightly pulled apart, have been the object of many a broken heart. They seem to be the compliment, the perfect compliment, to arguably a man's greatest treasure. That part of a man, when put together with those lips, have been known, are known, to bring about the kind of pleasure we could, would, and have died for. You pick the pair I am speaking of, either up top or those down there. And no, I haven't forgotten the pleasure that happens when two lips meet each other. That is top or bottom lips, those with jaws or those with hips, and the loose ones as well as the tight ones can launch and sink ships. Lips that on the nape of your neck can make you wet or hard as a brick in the midst of a yard of grass. Her voice is inviting as it beckons you come hither and you feel your inhibitions and will slither away. Her moaning, her groaning, her panting, her raving and her ranting, all except for the nagging. That is my can't thing. <clears throat> but other than that, a woman's voice is the bat that can beat me into a welcomed submission. But I must digress as I move to her chest, otherwise known as her breast, her functioning breast. An upgrade from ours, theirs actually work. They serve a purpose. To serve a breakfast that can quench the thirst of a child or a grown-up, they choose to nurse, big or small. Remember we talked about nipples that sat on a man and have no real function? Well, when God did the upgrade with woman, he took them and made them do something. First, they are a point of attraction. We see nips and we tend to go wild, but those same nips that she has, unlike a man's, can also be used for nursing a child. They spend billions of dollars to cover them properly and billions more to get them released. Even more billions are spent to get them reduced and also increased. Improvement? I think so. Are you there yet? No? Let's go. Now on to the glutes. On women, their buttes. Personally, on men, I don't know how it works. Women like some men's butts. But what does that mean in the scheme of things? Do they want them to be round, to be chiseled down, or sit there and do nothing at all? And we don't really focus on them when we work out. At least not that I recall. The going thing now is a big round bottom like Kim K, Jennifer L, or even Salma Hayek. Some work out diligently to achieve them, or nowadays you can even buy it. I see many bought butts. They are getting more popular as each day passes. The big ones were shunned. They wanted small buns, but today it is Megan-sized asses. There are many techniques that ladies use to enhance what you see behind them, including sticking the leg back and looking at it, like they don't know where to find them. See, a woman's brain works different from a man's. It is evident in everything we do. I don't know a real answer for its workings, and I am not sure that they even have a clue. The upgrade from man's brains to woman's brain, well, honestly, I really just don't know. Partly because of emotions and mix that with brain stuff, sometimes it is difficult to show how it is truly an upgrade. I know that somewhere, I hope that somewhere, I believe that somehow improvements were made. 
Now on to what I believe is the ultimate improvement. What makes the world turn, causes fires to burn, snow to be cold, men to be bold enough to put their reputation and their lives on the line. The ultimate find, when we can find it, we find that it is just fine. I mean, look at a man's bodies. Yes, it was made with precision and care, but then we were left with these things dangling there. Oh yeah, they dangle. Then time and again, we gotta wrangle them up, put them in a cup or some kind of tuck because they have tendency to get loose and mess everything up. I mean, the whole situation is pretty nuts. See what I did there? Now the upgrade to that is much more compact. It's sleek and form-fitting, everything is intact. It has its own protective barrier in the form of some thighs. I mean, you can't get to the prize without their compromise. The ultimate prize has built-in protection from your erection and that erection in its function can bring about the destruction of everything we love about the woman. The thighs though, are there to protect and try to keep that all in check. Now what is this prize I speak of? Well, it is often called her love, her minge, her velvet glove, the mound, the ground we pound, benefits with a bit of fringe, the cum dumpster, the box, the baby pumper, the cave of wonders, the queef machine, the baby canal, the thing, the golden corral, the cooch, the fish taco, the garage, the gooch, the love tunnel, the kitty cat, the baby funnel, the coochie, the cookie, that good, good, the velvet taco, the puss, the love maker, the pocketbook, the pussy, the satin, the money crook, a cock, a cunt, sometimes if it's on the hunt. There are many more names, but they all mean her vagina. They are one and the same. Feel free to add more in the comments if you know more names that explain what we also call her strange. Okay, you say, it has a bunch of names, what are the improvements done to this thing? Well, for one, her love chasm, unlike a man's, can have multiple orgasms. So when she says, oh, you came, and she's going again and again and again, just know that this is an upgrade that she can claim. They have labia minora and majora that also house nerves that can get aroused. There is the clit that we like to flick when our dick is feeling dastardly and we have decided to try and master the art of getting her to the O-dance. Upgrade. This thing was made with care. Have you ever taken the time, I mean really sat and felt what it feels like down there? It is like a warm, wet light of comfort surrounding you. It is comfort in physical form shelter from a storm, a place where nothing exists but happy tears. A place where fears cannot get in and you sit as if in a den of joy, for lack of a better word. It is absurd to think about a woman's down there affection is anything but an upgrade. Now, if I have to give it a real physical description, I would have to say velvet, wet velvet, but wet velvet that doesn't lose its texture because of the moisture that is added. Or maybe like a rose, I suppose. If you ever brushed or touched a rose, I mean, imagine those in multiple folds, but moist once again. And the moistness does not offend the feel of it, but enhances it. 
at the moment, that is what I imagine it feels like without one being wrapped about my finger or being worked with my mouth or expertly placed on my down south. Upgrade, you've heard of the power of the P, then point made. So let's move forward, shall I say, with how we put it on display of how they are admired in these days, the modern days. We will start with how it is shown in the home. As a dad, your child may come and ask if they can perform a task, to which the dad will reply, did you ask your mom? Now the mom, when inquired upon, will answer the question with no hesitation. This is her area of expertise, so his input in this she does not need. In fact, when she needs his opinion, she gives it to him. You'll know this if you've ever listened. Ladies can get in places free, while men tend to have to pay a fee. Ladies' nights are everywhere. Men's nights don't even dare to try to make that happen. It's been tried repeatedly and denied. And ladies' nights are always packed with men lined up around the back because they know that ladies are what we seek. Have you ever been to a place where bottle service is sold and bought? Who is it that is purchasing bottle service? Men do. And women seem to not have a clue that it is all done for you just to get your attention and show what we may be worth. These men can get drunk at home, yet instill they buy expensive bottles in hopes it will get your attention and you will see it and join. Ladies, all of it is done for your benefit. And our hope is that you are into it. More money and research is spent on your pleasure, your orgasm, your elation. Crazy as it is though, your orgasm doesn't even play a real part in procreation. So this is just done for you. Remember that. Now, plainly speaking, women, ladies, girls, you are the most important beings on the planet. Not just because you have the ability to birth man, which is the last thing God created after creating everything, but because you are the improvement of the last thing God created after he created everything. You, woman, are what he crafted when he looked at perfection and that perfection being the reflection of himself and he is the perfect being. He thought to himself, man needs a companion and that companion will not be the same but an improvement. Ladies, know your worth. Obtain and maintain that wealth wisely and use that power that it presents to you thoughtfully and wisely. You are woman. The improvement. Respect yourself and each other.